never seen me fight live. He, he, his news in school on uh, Monday is going to be, I flew to Boston and watched my dad fight in the UFC. And you're going to split your bonus with him if you get it? No, definitely, but he says he's going to scream. Um, he's a sign of it. He's all right, yeah. Paul's really nice like that, you know. He doesn't need the money in fair. He just jacked up him walking all. The chap's loud. My dream is to be world champion, world lightweight champion in the UFC, have more money than I know what to do with, and have a great life for my, my kids, my grandkids, everyone in my, in my family, everyone that's, that's come up with me. That's my dream. Episode 31 of the Severe May podcast is finally here. I'm always very wary about starting shows at the, in the middle of the night, Sean. My mum and dad's room is right next to our room. So, I will... What noise is coming over there? Um, <laughs> right, so is this how we're starting the show? <laughs> you took it there like it was your own fault. Because I was going to inform you that my sister went to a teenage disco, but now you've just... <laughs> You've, you've lowered the innuendos directed at my family. You've already used your one for the show. <laughs> Is she at teenage disco now? No, no, no. At half twelve at night, what sort of teenage discos are Why you going to? How did, actually, someone asked the question. How does she feel this week after um, One Direction Morocco? <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. I haven't. You see, that's the annoying thing. Actually, wait a minute. My sister isn't here, so maybe she could be at a teenage disco that I don't know about. <laughs> but, um, no, she's... Um, okay, let's go back to the beginning. When I found out about One Direction, I haven't seen her since. All right. Because when I came home yesterday, I went straight to sleep. And then when I got up this morning, she had gone. Or she had been away since yesterday. So I haven't got to face-to-face ask her how she feels yet. But I, I'll get her on next week's edition. To You can chat to her on next week's All podcast. Right. You can ask her, her her feelings about it. So anyway, as I said, episode 31, as always, joined by my uh, beautiful man, Sean Sheehan. I was down your neck of the woods yesterday, but you're you're too infectious. I know, yeah. The fucking mind flu is me taking over. There's no one allowed with the two mile radius of me. I'm glad that you brought up the words man flu on air, because I'm going to call you up on it again. Go on, do it. <laughs> I don't care. Your illness is not bad enough so that you can warrant a call it man flu it just is. because you're a man and has flu like symptoms does not make it man flu yeah, of course it's man flu I need, uh, like I slept like 6 hours and 4 days I'm my nose I'm sniffly my throat is fucked I fucking r- the whole of Limerick bought out of supplies of Vicks Vapor oh you said I, what you type said I come to test me yeah, going on I was going to ask what type is it the rub or the inhaler the rub, but I got. You're clear uh, then. You're clear. Yeah, I'm clear. But I got hot wa- boiling water and put a uh, vapor rub in it and like got a towel and put it over and like sniffed it in. Unreal. So, that's the same thing as the inhaler, isn't it? I'll fail the test now. For those that don't know what we're talking about, USADA, um, for the UFC at a competition drug testing. If you've got a bit of the sniffles, you don't. Uh, what was it take? What was it? Bert always said he had for the fighters. The only thing you could take. Uh, it begins with an A. Advil. Advil, yeah. So, unless you're taking Advil at home for all of your common injuries, you s- maybe you've got a little bit of a blocked chest, a runny nose, or stuffed nose, bit of Vicks inhaler rub, straight out of the straight out of the cupboard, you sat and knock on your door the next day, oh, that's a strike, you fail the drug test. Vicks, Vicks vape rub is the best shot to ever live. Brilliant. Is it Seems a PED? Well, footballers used to smother their jerseys in it. Yeah, do you remember Patrick Vieira? That's exactly who I was gonna say. Patrick Vieira used to always have vapor rub under his nose, under on his um, on his jersey. Jersey, yeah. Remember and that time, Roy Keane schooled him that he had it on that time. What was that? Nah, what day? <laughs> do you remember the time where they had the big um, 
argument in the tunnel coming out. Yeah, I can remember watching it on like what like HD was around back then. It looks like they oh, recorded everything yeah. with potatoes. Like that um, was the uh, that was the greatest soccer match I ever watched live in my life. Were you at it live or you just saw? No, it no, live? I'm telling you, like it was just like you didn't know what was going to happen for the whole game. And then John O'Shea, John O'Shea, one of the best goals ever scored. Didn't even know if he had scored it or not. The most annoying thing about trying to look stuff up about that match is that it was obviously recorded on a potato because everything on YouTube from then is in ridiculous quality. Yeah, it's funny. I was actually looking it up there like two weeks ago. I have, uh, I have gone. Yeah, I found one and it was like, do you know, it's one of those videos. It's like the middle of the YouTube video and like there's a, like a frame around it where you can watch it. Yeah, and it was like a seven-minute highlight. It was great. Well, just so you know. No one on the podcast will hear this, but you are going to hear me eating. I got a spicy bag before I um, before I what came. What the fuck is a spicy bag? A spicy bag is like a bag of salt and chili, or a box of like salt and chili, chicken and chips together. Oh, I'm nice. gonna take a picture and send it to you. I don't know. I can't it's believe like a snack you've never. Box, is it? Um, no, it's like a Chinese. Remember the size of the box that they used to always eat out of in Friends. Um, they're Chinese, yeah. Like, Something like that. I'm going to send you a picture of it right now. But anyway, what I was going to say is, I saw this today. What was the first YouTube video to pass 1 million views? Um, was it that dancing one, no? No. Oh, go on. It was Ronaldinho hitting the crossbar repeatedly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's a remastered version of it on Facebook that was posted today by Nike. Can, and can you remember the first uh, video you ever watched on YouTube? Holy shit. I can. What is it? Was, it was the highlights of the 1999 um, European Cup final with Sheringham and Solskjaer scoring all. I couldn't tell you what the first... Maybe a Bowling for Soup music video. Yeah. Otherwise, I have no idea. Anyway, hit me with your you gossip. Me, I suppose, we? Uh, six minutes in, I think it's about time we should. Yeah. Or is there anything more important? Oh, yes. But just before we start... Uh, everyone follow we started up a twitter page for the podcast at severe mma pod so give that a follow and if you have any questions during the week and stuff send them there and uh, we'll sort them out so you don't that's where to send them excellent Sean Sheehan on top of things right you, you've been on your road trip for the last couple of days down to Cork into Dublin more tomorrow Cork Cork boy, how, how are they all in Cork boy? Paul, Paul Dollar uh, rang ahead to the um, to the border and just said, you know, there's two boys heading down, given the exemption for the day, so didn't need to produce any passports or documentation to get in or out of Cork, <laughs> thankfully. But um, no, I have to say, I'm a, I'm a fan of Cork. I enjoyed it last year when I went down for a tournament. Uh, I've been at shows down in the Neptune as well, and I have to say. It is, like, begrudgingly, you know, Cork gets a bad stick, but they're sound lads down there, I have to admit. The gym in Trials MMA is unbelievable. It's huge. I, from looking at, as I said in the interviews, from looking at it on pictures, it was a lot smaller than what I had expected. Um, there's something nice about going into a gym. Like, fair enough, it's cool when you go to SVG and you see loads of people that are training in different martial arts, but it's cool when you get to a gym early and the only people there are the guys that you see putting in hours like 
the guys that you are told are putting in hours that they're pros and they're fighting they're training hard and they're training all the time you see them there from seven in the morning then back again at half ten eleven o'clock and then they all train that night as well so for me that was one of the things that i saw i saw um sean training uh darren was there for his fight paul was there james or karen i'm gonna get one of them mixed up with the other were there there was guys training that were getting ready for fights will flurry was there as well and i just thought that's for me anyway now going around and seeing big gyms with a lot of people in there all the time it's great to see hardcores kind of on their own journey on their own path getting up to this level Catherine Gossigan was on training as well was she um oh Stephen Larry just asked are we having a date night at UXC I think Stephen Larry's going to be doing some freelance work for Severe MMA this Sunday is he yeah, I think he's coming with, with us to UXC anyway yeah Catherine what a lady she drove from Limerick to Cork she was meant to have a private with Sean or Dylan and um, wasn't able to on like short enough notice and she still came down she drove from Limerick um, probably to get away from your man flu as it yeah. has I believe it has a couple of mile radius it does um, I think it's two and a half at this stage oh. well then you might live two and a half miles away from Catherine so she um, she came down great chat with her uh, talking before and afterwards she seems in a very good place I have to say uh, really excited for this fight it's a fight that she's been wanting for quite a while uh, was looking for it for her second or third pro fight as well so and seems to be and she like if you're listening to this and you're thinking I'm going to go to Bama get on to her on Facebook you get I think you get a free t-shirt um, if you buy it off her directly a personalised note she'll send it out herself thank you for buying it because buying if, if you if you can if you listen to us over the next two weeks you see something on the website you think god I'm going to go to Bama get on to any fighter look up the card maybe there's someone near you the fighters will profit from this themselves because they all have tickets to sell so if you're looking to buy a ticket for Bama please contact the fighters directly alright not to sound like a a shill there or anything like that but alright sure is that okay Is that? I, but if I can go back to it like the court gym very good atmosphere um, although I was like like on the verge of passing out from not sleeping because I did an Andrew McGann classic and went straight from work and went to Dave Fogarty's house I also took my intoxicated friend with me imagine if you'd man flu as well when you were doing it I, I wouldn't be bitching about it anyway <laughs> but that is actually a story for future um, for future reference how my friend met Dave Fogarty he went decided he had to go down to Limerick to your part of the land to visit his nanny and um, decided it would be a good idea to go out Sunday night stay up get hammered and still stay drinking after he had gotten home so that he could just sleep in the car with me on the way down so I brought him as far, far as Cork not realising it's actually a two hour bus journey what the fuck what Cork and Limerick are really close to each other Sean. no they're not well on a it's map like, they are like not really it's like an hour and a half from Cork City to Limerick City it's like well, two and a half hours from Dublin City to Limerick City lucky enough he had to get the bus two and a half hours <laughs> hammered drunk on the bus and then um, also didn't forgot to bring a spare pair of clothes with him and he's in Limerick till today ah, he'd be grander. what a man that's such an Irish man that's such an Irish lad oh a cork as well I need to give off send a letter KC's have you heard of it you know what I assume which is which is KC's now again KC's and son and sons It's it has a thing in it called a king creole don't know. You went That's to college cool. in Cork. Oh my god! Know, anyway, it's it's unbelievable. Jackie, Jackie Lennox is the only person Cork work Oh, uh, Paul Dollar said that as well. Actually, yeah. anyway, KC's is brilliant, and they don't open for lunch. So me and Dave, 
sauntered out of Cork and headed up to Kilkenny. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, yeah, come on, Sean, get in there quicker, like. Well, hold on, one thing just before you go to Cork, you, you mentioned um, Neptune Stadium. Yeah. Neptune Stadium is the biggest shithole to ever live. Why? Someone, someone who went to UCC and had to do exams in Neptune. Like, I like, like Neptune is, Neptune is like really far from UCC. It's like, if you're walking there, it takes like a, an hour and 10 minutes or something to walk there. And like, when you have exams there at nine o'clock on like a fucking Monday morning. It's just terrible. Everyone in UCC hates Neptune, so I, I have to hate it for the rest of my life. I just want to add that in there. Okay, I have to admit, I love it as a venue for fights and for jiu-jitsu tournaments, so I'm not going to say a bad word about it. Shit on. Well, at least we agree on it. Or maybe you'll get a, maybe you'll get to see it as a venue, Cage Kings. Yeah, uh, yeah I might actually. I might go down to that. When's it any? October? October 17th. Or 18th, one or the other. If I'm over to Manfro, I might... Oh well, look, I hear I hear you still may have uh, flu-like symptoms by then. So if if it comes down to it, you know, as you saw yesterday, me being driven around by Dave Fogarty, yeah. that uh, the talent comes first. Exactly. So yeah, if, like, if you like, if you give me man flu, I'll probably have to like. I don't <coughs> are know. Say, are you saying I'm not the talent? What? No, I'm saying I'm gonna have to give it back to you. All right. That's what I was gonna say. We know you're the talent. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, oh, Kilkenny, nice, Kilkenny. And um, well, we went there. Miles Price was uh, having a PT. We were early, so we went into the town. It was only a few minutes away. Went for a walk. Went for food. Okay, food. I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed walking around the town, strolling around it. And I thought it was a lovely sunny day. And I said, "This is actually brilliant." Getting to travel around, like what I was saying to Graham on the phone tonight about it. What has definitely made me a hundred percent. I'm going to do this a couple of times a year, travel around Ireland, is that I get to finally talk to these guys out of a post-fight scenario where we can only talk about the fight. You know, you get to hang around in their gym, talk to them, chill out in the mats, watch them train, have a chat with them afterwards, get to ask them about specific stuff that you saw them doing or maybe that you were talking about casually earlier on. And I have to say, I much, much prefer it. It's absolutely right. So we went back to Miles' uh, gym. Dave was also doing the photo shoots for Bama. Me and Miles started rolling in the in the in his ring, and doing some jujitsu. What we had been learning the last last while, he was showing me what he what was working for him. Talking to him in the interview, if you've seen it, he seems to have gone a bit jujitsu mad, a bit hippie crazy. Um, and I have to say, I can get behind his his way of thinking. But um, definitely one of the guys who's been around for so long, like you'd have to think this is a great opportunity at him for Bama to kickstart himself. Three or four wins together. Could be on the verge of a UFC European thing, maybe good enough record, very good record to try out for something like tough. Who knows? For that, that's the one fight that I'm looking forward to most. What? Where's he training? He trains out of Team Rhino. He's up there three or four days a week, and he also has his own gym, Sully's Gym in Kilkenny. You hear about the last time I was in Kilkenny? I do, surely. It gives, me, it gives me a chance to eat a couple of chips. The one and only time I was ever in Kilkenny was my brother-in-law's stag night. Right. Oh, it's good for stags, I've been told. Yeah, it, well, from what I remember, huh. it was literally the drunkest I've ever been. Right, We went from Tarbert in North Kerry to, to Kilkenny, right? It took us from to get from Tarbert to Limerick City. To get Well, to get out of Limerick City, it took us five and a half hours. Five? That's, uh, yeah, it's a 20-minute drive, because we stopped at every pub along the way. By the time we got to Kilkenny, everyone on the bus was just... Fucked oh, it was a bus. Wreck. I was gonna say who's driving. Yeah, it was a no, it was a it was a bus. Yeah, some crack though. some fucking crack. Anyway, some crack bite. 
<laughs> I got to watch the Hardy Bucks movie for the first time recently. Did you? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking class. Enjoyable. Okay, so you went up to Team Rhino then last night? Yeah, right? Team Rhino was the last stop. Um, Who's the fuck? Who's the fuck? Johnny Jetsu, what a man. <laughs> Have to say, it's one of the friendliest gyms you come into, usually through the method of abuse. Um, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit jealous, to be honest. You were in one of his videos last yeah. yesterday. Graham was in one of his videos last week. Dave. It'll be it'll be PT next now, and fucking I'll be left in the, uh, high and dry. Oh no, I'd, I'd say you'll get one at Bama. Why? Sweet. Get me in there. It's my dream in life to get into a Johnny Jitsu video. That's it, fucking. And I want a t shirt. I want a Johnny Jitsu t shirt as well, I have to admit. Anyway, um, you threw me off. Team Rhino. Yeah. First of all, let's get it out of the way before you can put it out there. Guess who couldn't toehold me? Paul Redmond? Yeah. Oh, wait, that, uh, that, that, Andrew, that's not a wise thing to say. Guess who ended up toe-holding me? <laughs> Paul Redmond? Yeah. <laughs> Guess why he toe-holded me? Why? Because I let Cause him you... know that he couldn't toe-hold me. <laughs> I will... <laughs> biggest regret of my life. <laughs> Honest to God, felt like my foot was going to break. And I was just like, with a couple of seconds left in the timer, oh. finally got to knock one off the bucket list as well. I rolled with Stephen Lowry. Oh, yeah. and that was good fun. And Johnny Jitsu. So two more off the list, and um, then what did belt, what belt is Stephen Laurie? Brown belt, nice. magician, absolute wizard, and um, then got to chat with uh, Patrick Wexted and John Redmond. Big fights for for both of them, um, and I they seemed to think that maybe someone was going to be pulling out. Um, that's what I not in that fight but yesterday like around the gyms talking to people they said they'd heard of a couple of people pulling out and then it was announced today that there were pull outs so Fabio Vidi um, just on that hopefully it's something like Safe MMA stopped them from taking the fight because he was in an absolute war a couple of weeks ago with uh, Dylan Sheehan so hopefully this is someone stepping in saying no you can't fight so quick after that last fight a bit of time on the sides and um, someone else pulled out I can see the name in my head. Does not harm a few pullouts on your discard. There's too many fights on. Like, no, but I mean, there's been replacements. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's been replacements. So, um, Arnold. They're all fucking day and all night. Twenty-one fights. That's that's a bit much. Gonna be class. Twenty-one decisions. Jesus. How many interviews are you gonna have to do? Not twenty-one anyway. <laughs> is uh Steve? Actually, no. To be honest, it will be like yeah. Steve, Steve is coming over. He'll do the UK guys. So He'll do the UK ones. I'll do the Irish ones. So I probably will be interviewing from the first first fight. You Sean for UK guys to win. Uh, no, <laughs> of course not. I love uh, love doing as much work as possible. In <laughs> fairness, you know, you've been doing it for the last couple of days. Yeah, that's far too much for me. Like you will not, you will not hear from me, and you won't hear from me until Bama. That'll Is be it? it. I just got a tweet there from Stephen Lowry. Hold on, we see what it says. That's a bit cryptic. Who's the biggest dime piece on Irish MMA? Pizza Carroll not included. As he'd win, obviously. Stephen Lowry doesn't even follow me. It's bad for me sending me tweets. And he's sending you tweets. He'll have to rectify that. He did. He did reply it to you in fairness. No. Oh well, then he. I have to admit, he um he calls us all dime pieces. It's his favorite word. So we'll answer that question in due time. But tell me, UFC last week? Did you watch it? I watched. See. You see I now, I have a legitimate excuse. Because it was on a yeah. Sunday, and I've documented my entire life since Sunday, so I'm in the clear for this one. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I watched. I watched the top three fights because I I'm changing up my writing and stuff, so I didn't have to write about it. So there's no point watching. Like, why why do why do I give a shit? I watched what we I needed to watch. 
Um, have you watched any of it, though? No. no. Right, I'll tell you what happened. So. Hit me, because I just um, bored you with some Irish stuff, so you can bore oh, no, me no, with UFC no, stuff. I'm g <laughs> actually, just before we get into it, I'm, I'm looking at the Bama thing again here, and <laughs> Alan Philpott's hand being cut off, it's still cut off in the picture. Oh, is it? And even though they're going yeah. on about new posters all the time on Facebook, like yeah, they're, they're gonna need to change that. Like it looks so weird. There's just like a Roman hand going around, like coming out of his hip. So weird looking. But uh, okay, uh, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, UFC Saskatoon. Right, there was a fight between Patrick Cote and Josh Berkman, which was better than I thought it would be. I thought it was gonna be like a terrible snooze fest, but it was it was good enough. Patrick Cote looked a lot um a lot better than I thought he was gonna look, and he knocked out Josh Berkman. Eric Silva, he lost the split decision. Neil Magny should have been controversial. Um, I didn't really see. I didn't. I didn't go looking for. It was a controversial. People giving out. Yeah, I thought Magny clearly won the fight. No, people were giving off. Um, I thought they would be alright. The front row Brian eye test. Do you know what oh, I'm on about? Yeah, it? that's what they were. They were being like, oh, so this is yeah, fair enough. To be honest, when I was watching that fight, I hadn't seen any of that eye test stuff. But I saw it after, but. When I was watching the fight, it looked to me like Eric Silva was injured. To be honest, uh, I don't know. His movement seemed to be very bad. Like, like whatever you want to think, if he was on something or anything, we obviously we can't speculate on that. But like, you could still throw with like the disabandon that you usually throw with that he usually does. But he just didn't seem to want to do it or just couldn't do it or something. We can send know. random anonymous tips to you, Sada, now as well. Yeah, we can. I saw that. But Eric Silva in this fight, like, he threw like a big spinning elbow at one stage and it looked like okay this is going to kick on and then he got Magny down but he couldn't like I remember talking about it last week and I said he, okay he might like do what Damien Maia did to him to him or dominate him with his Jiu Jitsu try to like pass his guard like he got into side control at one stage and he just stayed there and like uh, Magny got like a hand on his hip and he just couldn't pass he could, couldn't get any further and Magny eventually stood up and then Magny got him down and like after that Silver just kind of he just stopped fighting really he didn't he didn't put up any bit of a KBRB <laughs> yeah but like what do you think of Eric Silva like I really like Eric Silva I think he's so much I'm not so going to say potential because he's old and stuff yeah he's like fights, he's like the youngest or the fake youngest prospect yeah. the UFC have ever had he's like this prospect and it's like no he, like when people are still saying that it's like no he's 26 <laughs> yeah like I think he's like he has good striking, he's good jujitsu. Like he puts it well together, but I just don't know. There's something missing with him. There's, I don't know. Maybe it's something mental, or I don't know. What do you think? Could be something think. chemical. Maybe. But Had to lower the tone there. Sorry. Like even before that, he was still losing fights. Yeah. Him. I don't know. I've big time in the last couple of months been turned on more to the idea that mental preparation is as big as it actually is or it's the fighters that use it have been saying as big as it actually is for quite a while um, could be something like that when people are saying stuff like who do you think has looked the worst since they came back and stuff um, or since the July 11th it's like we've only had a handful of fights you don't know what happened to guy in his training camp yeah. maybe he got injured and this is why he's coming in out of shape or something like that so let's wait a couple of fights time before we can start being like his body's completely changed his body's completely changed blah 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 like people are posting pictures like look at Rafael Dos Anjos' body and you're like yeah just after coming off an injury um, hasn't probably hasn't been training is just getting into camp now let's give it another while let's look at him and two years do you know what I mean and wonder okay yeah maybe he was on something in the past but now since it's ultra 
strict and ultra-tested, who cares? Yeah, exactly. People love doing that. Like, the one pitcher is of the way, and, and another one is, like, two weeks before they start their next camp or whatever, like, after an injury or something. Like, oh, he's on drugs or something. I don't know. Look, if we were to do that, we could pick pictures out of Can anyone. you remember the podcast? The first six weeks was, like, yeah, just drugs. drugs. Yeah, all drugs. Anderson Silva, Nick Diaz. We were kind of, like, we were getting fucking pissed off with it at the start, like... It was all drugs, but it could. It, uh, yeah. Do you think it's gonna go that way again? Like when all this drug testing starts, like there hasn't been much of it so far. I saw. Um, I think Mighty Mouse got drug tested. Dustin Poirier got drug tested for UFC Dublin. Like people are gonna start. Do you think there's gonna be failures coming up in the next few weeks? Um, I'd hope not, because the fighters that may have been on it were given enough warning. Yeah. Do you know, really, the sh- if you're caught now, you're an absolute idiot. Yeah, I don't know. Just, yeah, there was though, like. like when you think about it though it's perfect for the UFC for them to fail a couple of guys now because they went sent out the press release of their season thing like go big or go international season thing that the UFC are doing to finish the year now and it's like I'll get it up here in front of me so I can read it out to you because well, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about that again in a second but you know what finish, did you, you yeah, know what I'm on about yeah, mean, okay. yeah. Uh, we'll just finish this card okay your boy Max Holloway Charles Oliveira did you Killer hear what happened? Instinct. Killer huh? instinct from Max Holloway. Talk <laughs> about finish a man who finishes fights. Yeah, it's, it was really weird. Like, um, <laughs> Oliveira went in for it. They were kind of. Were, I thought Oliveira was doing pretty well in the feed. It was only a minute in, like, so you can't take much from it. But um, Oliveira went in for a takedown. Um, Holloway stuffed it, turned out, and Oliveira went down holding his shoulder. Today they said it's. Um, I don't know was it a strained esophagus or a torn ligament in his esophagus look it sounds pretty bad but from I saw someone tweeting they said it isn't it isn't too bad that it's a thing you can uh, that he'll come back from but um yeah like it's a pit I think it was so you're not in the faker camp no why would he fake it like a minute into a fight like that nobody's been hitting why, why would he do that I don't know some people just bottle it Sean they don't want it I don't buy that but like what I think it's a pity here that like we didn't get to see where either I was at like I really want especially with Max Holloway like as you know I'm I'm kind of sceptical about him a lot of people are won over by him I'm not quite yet I would have liked to have seen what he could do against Charles Oliveira to be honest um, called out Frankie Edgar afterwards right thing to do but if I'm the UFC I'm going to rematch those guys first instead I nearly would too. Would you make Edgar against um, Mendes then? Yeah, and put them all on the same card. Yeah, put them all in the McGregor card, or yeah, the fight the week the night before. Just do something like that, you know. If I'm Holloway, like he he celebrated as well, which didn't really sit right with me. It's like showing up to a jiu-jitsu tournament at the Worlds, or like to a division with no one else in it, winning gold and saying that you won gold. Do you know, like the, nobody. Fair enough, you have to show up and you have to make weight and stuff, but. Stuff like this, I was like, get Max Holloway in there again, because this is a legitimate test. You know, if you want to start picking at him, like, the reason he's calling out Frankie Edgar is because he doesn't want to get rematched. You know, get the high-profile fight in now, or something like that. You can just, that's, looking at it from the other side of the point of view, you know I'm Max Holloway to the heart. I know, but he's big on getting on this Hawaii card that's being talked about next year as well, so. Which, uh, is, is it going to happen? That's what I was going to ask. Is it something like um, Crow Park, in your eyes? Something like the Dallas Cowboy Stadium and the rest of the MMA media's eyes? 
like um when people like I don't really know about Hawaii and stuff like I'm not the right person to ask but like when you see people talking about it, when you see Hawaiians talking about it like the other like American people's first reaction is like haha yeah UFC Hawaii okay we're gonna get like uh, UFC um, I don't know fucking Lanzarote next or UFC <laughs> or something like that. they don't kind of take it seriously so like I'm not sure what to make it out I'm not like we're probably not the right people to be asking but by the sounds of it I don't think it's gonna happen but you have a tough show the night before McGregor's fight. You have UFC 194. Yeah, why not? Like, I'm not a big fan of. Thankfully, it's on the Friday. Finally, yeah. it's on the Friday. If Oliveira, if Oliveira can't be back, I'm not. Uh, to be honest, I'm not a big fan of Holloway versus Edgar. I know a lot of people are. I think you need like I know Holloway has won what seven fights or whatever, but I think I think he needs one more before he gets the Edgar Mendes. Yeah, I agree. I would have liked Holloway against Stevens. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, Holloway against Stevens. Yeah, that looks, that's a good fight. Uh, I think, like, who would you pick right now in a Holloway versus um, Frankie Edgar fight? Mm, we were talking about it the other day, and to be honest, like, right now, I'm edging with Max Holloway. Really? I, I still think. Like,. Remember Max Holloway's wrestling against Conor McGregor? Remember how bad it was? Like he took him down, he took him down on one leg. Like and he, I don't know. Max broke his foot though with the first kick in the fight. Yeah, I suppose. So I'm not just I'm not saying that like oh yeah. well he did this because like you're what you're saying is completely right. But I think in his last fights <clears throat> he's learned how to use his striking to help himself not be taken down. That's he hasn't fought a guy like Frank Edgar either though. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I agree. Give him Stevens. Get him in there. The reason that I'm picking him now though is because Frankie Edgar. It is like when I think of Frankie Edgar, I do think of the guy from the Gray Maynard fights. I do think of the guy from the BJ Penn fights, and he's been in a lot of wars since then. Talking to him, seems fine, fit, healthy, ready to go. Really wants to get in there. Thinks for it. one way or another, he will be fighting on December twelfth. But let's just slow it down a little bit, maybe. When it like, he's barely fought. Do you know what I mean? If you if you yeah. look at his Wikipedia record, it's or on his record, you don't have to go too far back before you start seeing 2012. You know the Maynard fights and stuff like that. You're like, was that really that long ago? And he's fought like so little since. Whereas Max Holloway, six, seven, and zero oh, since he lost to Conor McGregor around this time two years ago. You know right that's on. that's right right back in and improving all the time. Here's a question, right? Hit me with your question. I want you to break down the featherweight division from McGregor versus Aldo in, when is it, October, for the next four fights after that. Give me the months and what fights are going to happen and where. What? Okay, I'll, I'll do it and then you can give me yours, right? Okay. Right. McGregor's going to fight Aldo in, what, is it October? It's October, yeah, in Vegas, right? No, he's fighting him in December. Is it December? Yeah. Okay, December. Fair enough. This man flew, Sean. I'm worried for you. Sorry, I'm 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 off my game. You better not fall asleep this week. I I didn't take my tablets or my cough bottle before I did the thing. In case you did. Yes, I was unreal. It's it's very likely. Okay, so they'll fight in December, right? I think they're going to rematch in the spring, maybe March in Ireland, Croke Park, right? (gasps) Then there's going to be someone. I think it could be Chad Mendes who'll be the next one in then. For a rematch with either McGregor or Aldo, 
whoever it is. And by the time that happens, that'll be like maybe this time next year. Do you think like in 2017, it, it could be that time before Frankie Edgar's up for a fight? Do you think Frankie Edgar's still be there by that time? Like 18 months away? I, I don't think he will. Do you mean fighting or still at the top of the chain? Still at the top of the chain. I don't think he will, to be honest. I think like I think Frankie Edgar's downfall is coming soon. He's take as you said. He's been in two. That was very he's sinister. Taking, he's, <laughs> he's If I have damage. anything to do with it, <laughs> I think there's guys coming up there as guys like even I'm not the biggest fan of Holloway. I'm not, not fan is wrong word, but I'm not the biggest believer in his skills. But if he keeps improving and if Edgar drops down another bit, like that fight's gonna get closer. There's guys coming up there like Mursad Bektish, a few more guys. Like it's gonna be hard for Edgar to keep around there. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't get a shot again, to be honest. I think <clears throat> Conor McGregor beats Alu. Yeah. It's not a rematch due to the manner that Conor beats him. I think Conor fights the winner of the number one contender fight. So let's just say, for talk's sake, Frankie Edgar probably isn't going to fight Max Holloway. He's probably going to fight Chad Mendes. It's going to be a straight number one contender fight. That's the way I think. Holloway is right to call out Edgar and get people talking about it because he's the outside shot. But I think Edgar beats Mendez, fights McGregor for the title, wherever it may be. You think Edgar beats Mendez? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Sean, I can feel your eyes judging me from here. I, I think. How is, how is Frank Edgar going to beat Mendez? Because he's Frankie Edgar. Oh, yeah, you're his best friend, I forgot. Yeah. Anyway, back to my point. Connor then moves up to 155 uh, here. and goes for the belt after his first defense at 45. Mirsad Bektish is going to be champion in 2017. That's all I'm saying. Or Frankie Edgar loses to Chad Mendez. Connor beats Mendez, moves to 155. Edgar fights for a vacant title. Maybe. Maybe. That could be a scenario that you can accept how Edgar will somehow get a yeah. title shot. Like. And still okay. be within a reasonable time frame to have a good competitive chance of winning it. Yeah, like I was talking to Zane Simon as well about uh, on Twitter the other day about Holloway, and I was like, I don't think he'll get a title shot, and uh, I don't feel that strongly about that. I just I don't think he'll win the title, Holloway, and I don't think Edgar will win it again. Definitely, like they could get title shots, but I don't I don't think I don't see either of them winning it. Um, if Frank Edgar wanted a title shot and felt that his time was running out, he'd go to one thirty five and get the instant title shot. Yeah, but does he want to be going down making that weight at, at his age? Like, you know, yeah, like even even if he does do that, like he's not. That's not a big money fight against DJ Dillashaw. Like that fight, that's a Fox fight or a, a, a second up on a on a pay per view. Or even if it does, if it is on pay per view, that's a three hundred and fifty thousand pay per view buy kind of thing. He wants a Conor McGregor fight. Like McGregor is the million million buy fight. That's where you. Why do you think money. Uriah Faber has even opened his mouth about Conor McGregor? Exactly. Like McGregor is the money fight. That's why people want to want to fight him. But anyway, yeah. Is there any dark horses you see in the uh, the featherweight division that you think they, that could be the next guy, or that could be the guy in the future that we're going to see in title talk? Stevie Ray. Really. Yeah, well, I can see him getting up, getting a quick rise. You know, he has a chance to go three and zero after Dublin with another knockout. You know, that's going to be you're going to be talking top fifteen for him next, maybe top twelve or ten. They might throw him in. 
Is he fighting? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Is he, he fighting is... right now? Or am I going mad? Oh, yeah. Who am I thinking of? You're Robert Whiteford. Not Robert Whiteford. Not Arnold Allen. Wait, is Allen 145? Allen, yeah, yeah. Allen is 145, sorry. You'd be expecting him to be matched again fairly soon. After a good victory, um, people are pinning their hopes on him a little bit. I can see him kind of getting up towards some sort of good UK title contention. Yeah, but those guys, those guys like Chaz Kelly, Yaya Rodriguez, um, Beck the Chavis, as I said, uh, Holloway. Yeah, just oh, yeah no, uh, Holloway is one guy that I didn't mention because I felt like you can't. That's like He's someone saying there, Khabib yeah, Nurmagomedov yeah. is my top prospect pick for the year 2014. Yeah. You know, which I did saw some people. It's like, wow, way to hang your, hang, put your neck out there as on your credibility and say you think Khabib is going to be a star. Yeah. I'm telling you, Sean. The last time he fights, the less I believe. Did you hear actually he got a fight announced this week? Yeah, Tony Ferguson. That is going to be a serious fight. I fall asleep again. Come on. No, I'm yawning. Come on. I just yawned. Who do you think's going to win that fight? Tony Ferguson. Ferguson. Just to annoy you, yeah. He's going to he's going to cut him up from the bottom. There, okay. There's one thing actually on this card before we get off it. Did you hear about this guy Frankie Perez? He announced his retirement yes. after the fight. And very um, funny. What he did today on Twitter. What did he do today on Twitter? The Bisping picture is it? Yeah, the big Bisping. What did you think of that whole situation with Bisping's reply and stuff? I didn't see Bisping's re- Did Bisping reply to him? Bisping, no. Well, Bisping replied on Twitter just saying, ah, oh, very funny. But Bisping's thing on Fox Sports 1 or wherever he was, saying okay. saying he didn't have the cojones to fight. Yeah. That's why oh, there was such commotion on Twitter over people saying Bisping should be fired <coughs> and everything off Fox Sports. Oh, well, that's Michael Bisping being Michael Bisping, you know? I That's... I remember reading it at the time when I was like, yeah, that's a pretty standard Michael Bisping thing yeah. to do and to say, you know, and especially if you listen to Michael Bisping after his last fight in the press conference in Glasgow, he was on blast, he was putting people on watch, he was calling everybody out, he didn't care who was in his in his way, they were getting dirty. Do you know what Chad what used to say about when he starts talking, everybody in the room gets dirty or something like that? That's exactly what Michael Bisping did. And for him to go on like that, I've... Not that I have a, no problem with it, but if it was someone else and you were like, ah, oh, maybe that's a bit disrespectful because it's Michael Bisping, you're like, yeah, no, he's a scumbag. He spits on people's corner, man. Like, yeah, like, okay, it's kind of a shitty thing for Bisping to say, and like, it, it gives the wrong message and all, but like, I'd rather him say what he means and say what he thinks rather than give this fucking call up answer that like Fox Sports would love. And like, I'd rather him say what he thinks, like. That's kind of that's Michael Bisping like he's the fucking alpha male dick kind of guy. Yeah, like, but he's a prick like, but and that's why people kind of like him. I think. But he's changed as well. Like he's completely mellowed in the last couple of years, in my he opinion. Has been that's why, if like I have it here in front of me, his reply, yeah, yeah, good one. But you're the one who said it wasn't worth the pain your body went through. Anyway, great KO. Good luck to you. Yeah, I think the biggest now, fo- unless Audiatar got his password yeah. and tweeted that, which I which um, wouldn't surprise me because managers have. Uh, in the past sent out tweets for their fighters especially fighters that don't speak English <laughs> well, yeah. have you seen some of them Chris Cyborg no uh, well Cyborg has someone running our social media it's our boyfriend I believe uh, Ray Elby oh is it the guy that broke his dick <sighs> your knowledge he did, did no he I just mean no I've never heard the story oh, Ray Elby was oh, he was out in Thailand or somewhere and he brought a young one back to his apartment 
and they were <laughs> this is getting a bit graphic now if you have anyone under I'm the just eating the spicy bag <laughs> Um, they're, they're going reverse cowgirl. Oh! She slipped and jumped oh. and landed. And And blood went everywhere. I'm taking my headphones off! <laughs> he posted on the UG the whole story before. So, yeah, that's him. Oh. Anyway. What are we talking about? Um, oh, yeah. Social media being. Like, I. Wasn't there yeah. something about Ali. Uh, Abizid, that guy, yeah, yeah, whatever. He uh, sending out tweets for fighters. Front row Brian called him out. He was like, guys that don't even speak English, send out perfectly copied and pasted tweets or something like. That. I don't know what it was, but I saw a few people mentioning that. So that's what I meant Just by that. One last thing on this Frankie Perez uh, whole situation. Isn't it weird too? Like we're in a sport where this guy, I think he's twenty six years of age. His first fight in UFC. And he oh yeah, fair fucks and, to him. And fair everyone is like, "Yes, good man, you retired. You got out. You got to Isn't it weird? Like, and like, I'm kind of like, like there, oh, good, good. He retired. Do you know? Isn't it weird the position like that? This sport is is still that we're like, we're happy when someone gives up. We only want to see people doing. give up and stop fighting, and we get like that when they've been knocked out brutally in front of us so many times but when a guy does it when he's healthy walks away and says you know what I'm actually happy very happy with what I do I love what I do outside of this it's not my main income for fighting then surely that's something that should be applauded yeah do you want to see a guy get knocked to unconsciousness a couple of times before he retires no exactly not isn't it a weird place we have though like it happens in this sport so much like we're stuck in between like loving the sport and hating hating what happens to you when you get involved in the sport or when the sport becomes so much like it's it's weird like you're torn do you, do you, find, do you know what I mean like you're torn between like you're Natalie and Bruglade like I love <laughs> I love watching Diego Sanchez fight but like Diego Sanchez's brain has been put through so much that like you feel for him when he retires like he's like what's his life going to be with Brandon? when he retires yeah you're going to be like good man enjoy that yeah. well deserved yeah, it's it's a tough like it's tough for anyone and fair play to Frankie Perez, I hope like ah. I don't know like I hope he's a good life afterwards. I wonder will he stay retired though, that's the thing. I think there's fighters kind of have this I know Bisping was talking about he doesn't have the cojones <coughs> but he's gone in there plenty of times before and if the, if he has the drive to fight I think it's gonna be kinda of hard to get rid of it. So we could see him back yeah, you didn't know, but if he doesn't come back anyway, fair play to him and push him well in his retirement. Okay. Do you listen back to the podcast? Do I? Yeah, every week. Do you? Yeah, alright, so you will hear the music. What the fuck, like? Natalie and Bruglia, torn. Some prick. Last week there was one as well I listened back to. What was it? Odd Kane, The Undertaker's music. Some prick. I don't even know the words. Uh, anyway, sorry about that. I just felt like that. It was stuck in my head. Once I said it, it was stuck in my head, and I was, I was like, "Making an important fucking." Don't uh, worry, I lowered it. You were still yeah. making your points. Fuck's sake. You were still making your points. Sorry. Right. Is the music gone? Oh yeah, no, it's gone. Don't worry. Okay. Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, ridiculous. Misha Taylor, poor old Misha. What did she ever do to anyone? Ridiculous. Maybe, maybe Fuck's that's sake. the problem, Sean. Maybe it's because she did nothing to Ronda Rousey that the UFC aren't giving her the third shot. Maybe. But I don't think that. I just think this is a ridiculous... I think Ronda Rousey has spoken enough about legacy 
Now that maybe unless it absolutely has to happen, she doesn't want a third Misha Tate win in her career. You know, she wants the variant of opponents, the different methods of finishing, going down as one of the greatest. You know, she doesn't want to have a multiple name appear on the rag. She doesn't want to have Gail Grimaud's record, you know, fighting his mates in France and then under not MMA pro rules, getting pro wins on the record. There you go. Sorry, had to get that out. That's one of Graham's. That's another one of Graham's one there. Uh, Is your manager with Chris Fields? What? No. Oh, no. Who am I thinking of? Um, don't know. Gail Grimaud's your man. Gail is the guy who penned about, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember um, that? Do you remember that in the Helix when um, Chris Fields drew with a guy? He drew with someone? Do you remember that? I do, but I don't remember who. Oh, yeah, yeah the French guy. That, French that was the most ridiculous thing in the world. Yeah. I remember that. I like. We were all like, ask around who who do you think won? I was there, and I can. I was like, I think it's draw, and everyone. Graham's like, what the fuck? What do you think is draw? Chris Fields clearly won, and then the thing was, and I was like, that's a draw. I was like, oh, yeah, I told you, fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about who was judging that night. Yeah. Okay. Or okay. Barry Oglesby will be sending me messages. <laughs> not really. I'm only joking, Barry. Um, <laughs> that was a good judge on the decision. I thought he did well. What was I going to say about that guy? That No, I'm going to watch that fight back. I, re- I was interviewing Chris in the hall after that fight, and the guy had the guy like couldn't walk to his room. He had to be carried to his room. Like he col- Not that he collapsed twice, but he gave up on trying to move by himself unassisted twice and just threw himself on the ground. I think there was... Oh, that fight annoys me now thinking about it. I was wearing a nice waistcoat that night as well. Waistcoat and black, uh, black waistcoat, white shirt. That was even before my severe MMA days. That was it was Irish covering Irish MMA. What were you doing? Country. What? What were you at? You must have lost a bet <laughs> to have to expose uh, yourself to Dublin. I know, Jesus! I've been I here a few weeks again. Oh, shivers! Anyway, you hate it, Rosie. We we'll get back to Rosie. Tell me what home. you think about it. I think it's ridiculous. I I think it's. Listen, I'm not going to get too mad about it. Like, <coughs> I was one of the people, and we spoke about it last week, that wanted to see the Tate, uh, the third fight with Tate. I watched their second fight back. Like, It was a pretty enjoyable fight. It went three rounds. I don't have that much of a problem with it, to be honest. My first thought when this fight was announced was, they want to give this fight to Holly Holm before she loses. That was my first thought. Um, not a bad thought. As people think. People say <coughs> it's a bit soon for her. I don't think she's going to improve that much, to be honest. Her striking is what it is now. She's she's been striking her whole life. Um, then she's never going to like no matter how much she improves in her wrestling, her, her judo, her her jujitsu and all that. It's never going to get near where Ronda Rousey's is. By the by the time Rousey's still fighting, <coughs> so why not make it now? And like I think now is the time for it. Fine. Misha Tate can wait. I don't think there's anyone in that division that's going to beat Misha Tate unless Cyber comes down and fights her. So, um, Betch wants to fight her. Betch, that, that's a good fight for Misha Dead. I, if I was Misha, I'd take that fight. And Grand do build. one hand behind your behind your back. Yeah, and have Ronda Rousey in at uh, UFC 200 if Cyborg isn't there. That would but, be it. That would be the plan, to be honest. I completely see where you're coming from, and I, I hadn't thought of it like that. I think it's well made. Um, but the way I was looking at it is she's like the anti-Ronda Rousey. You know the way I've said about how Ronda's striking looks like it's still heavily influenced from her judo? It's like Holly Holm's MMA game looks like it's still incredibly influenced by her boxing and by her style of boxing. And it looks like she has a steel pole in in place of a spine that makes her stand so incredibly upright during an MMA fight. 
it might be just me but it annoys me so much like for someone who's a pro boxer and as good as boxer fight like Joseph Duffy does <laughs> you know what? Be, learn, you should have learned how to do that I actually watched one of her boxing fights there the other day and she actually fights differently in boxing than she does in the really movie. yeah she like she fights a bit like Joseph Duffy does in boxing like she is a very like she doesn't have an upright style she like she puts her shots together much better she doesn't fight so far out of range that like no you, way you couldn't hit her with stretch Armstrong hands like in, in boxing yeah she she's not a great boxer by no means I know she was world champion and all but I think she, all but one of her wins were in Albuquerque or something so uh, however much of a world champion you want to call that but yeah, she's a good boxer and everything I think she can do well at range against Ronda if she can keep Ronda at range but the thing is, look, Holly Holm is the best fighter in the UFC at keeping people at range. Ronda Rossi is the best fighter in the UFC. I'm so upset. Right. I made a point and you were just kind of like, yeah, I know yeah, this wrong. happened. Yeah, it's wrong. I think your point is wrong. Yeah, of course. Holly Holm fights different. Like, Holm's best, like, when she came into the UFC at first, I, I studied a lot of her fights. I watched all of her fights that I could watch from before the UFC. Uh, and, like, I was... Uh, I was saying her boxing wasn't great like that Pennington fight it didn't show her best thing in a maze her left high kick because she she throws them so far away like you can see her punches coming and she sets them up beautifully with her hands and but her her kick she kind of comes up from out of nowhere like she's a kickboxer as well um, she's I think she started off as a kickboxer and went into, went into boxing then but yeah she, I could see her knocking Ronda Rousey out with a head kick but that's the only way I see her knocking out to be honest I think like I think Rose is just going to close the distance and, and beat her but home has a hope like I think home could keep home the distance home has hope home could keep the distance I could see that happening I, I could honestly see it happen but I don't think it will I think Ronda's too good at closing the distance I think she'll close it quick and it'll be another sub 40 second job oh I'm gonna well I was gonna say I'm going to have to edit out that awkward silence, Sean, in between your point and me continuing, but I figured that they're kind of like full stops and commas for our yeah. verbal our verbal uh, discussions. Indeed. Like that the, the, the listener knows exactly when we're going to segue into something else. They need it. Like It's, it's like chapters of a book, isn't it? A beautifully written book. A, a horribly written book with commas and <laughs> grammar mistakes all over the place <laughs> and curses. Well, one man flew... Uh, written you can't read these months. next pages otherwise you'll get con- infected please skip <laughs> anyway uh, what were we talking about earlier on the press conference the UFC yeah. are having another the time is now esque press conference what the do you think Friday the 4th of September go big it's been called what you think of that go big what you think of them I think if nobody bothers they're gonna go home go big or go home I like it it should be called go big or go home like perfect timing for how many of these cards to fall apart because of the new out of competition drug testing the UFC will then look at their what they've agreed to and be like fuck (laughs) how can we promote a fight if we don't know who is going to make it yeah here here I'll read you out the list of um, I'd love to do you you actually have off the top of your head people that were at the time is now press conference versus the fights that actually happened I think most of them actually. Although, oh really? Yeah, Mc, McGregor and Edgar. That, I don't know, McGregor and Aldo, oh no, Seaver. That happened. John Jones and Carmia. That happened, but it didn't happen at the time. It was supposed to happen. 
uh, Dos Anjos and Pedas, that happened. CB Dalloway and uh, Leo <laughs> Whoa! Pulled that, pulled that from fucking nowhere, didn't they? Chris Wyman and Vitor Belfort, that happened, but not at the time it was supposed to happen, as far as I remember. Um, and who else? Anderson mm. Silva and Nick Diaz, that happened. Oh, well then, never that mind. But here you go, here's. Here's the the, lo- the fights that are going to be launched, right? UFC Fight Night, Barnett versus Nelson. UFC 195, Rossi versus Holm. Uh, with Jajetrek uh, and Gedalian. Oh no, Jajetrek, but it doesn't say our opponent yet on that. Um, Ultimate Fighter, Team McGregor versus Team Faber Finale. And UFC 194, McGregor versus Aldo Weidman versus... Um, the Duffy Imperio one is on it as well. Are they going to be there? Yeah. Did you see the list of fighters that they gave? Okay. Oh the no, U- no. UFC I mean, champions. sorry. I mean, sorry. I thought you meant from when. I thought you were saying that they were starting it from after that, like at the Melbourne no. card or something. No. No. Sorry. But uh, these the, the list of fighters they given the email right. Ronda Rousey, Daniel Cormier, Conor McGregor, uh, Robbie Lawler, Joanna Jacek, uh, Rafael dos Anjos, Alexander Gustafsson, Carlos Condit, Luke Rockhold, Donald Cerrone, uh, Dan Henderson, Holly Holm, and Peter Belfort. Joe's missing. Who's missing? Jose Aldo. <gasps> Don't see him there. But they, they say the complete list will be announced in the coming days. And if uh, he's not on it, Sean Sheehan, you're the first to call it. Andrew. What? Do you know where this is taking place? Where? Las Vegas. Do you know that's that's not on Brazilian soil. Do you know that? Oh, uh, what happens on Brazilian soil? Uh, I don't know, but uh, oh, I think that's where. Um, did you hear the story about Conor McGregor getting uh, drug tested randomly in Vegas? I did. And I the heard guy, that, yeah. how embarrassing! The guy asked for a picture with him. Really? Yeah. Can you imagine uh, that? I think I think that was Jose Aldo, was it? Oh, we're so funny. We're so funny. Yeah, we're so hilarious. Listen, look at us. We're being we're being coy and we're not saying anything that can get us in trouble, but we're still suggesting things. <laughs> anyway, now that we've got that out of our systems, should be a good crack though. Should be a good bit of crack. Like I, I, I'm a fan of these things. Watching them. Oh yeah. Watching them. Off. Watching Connor try to one up every other fighter. Like, yeah. Why was CB Dalloway on that last one? Like no point at all. He didn't get asked a single question. I saw more interviews asking CB Dalloway how he felt about not being asked a single question <laughs> than I have CB Dalloway interviews ever. Oh, brilliant! Someone on Twitter said today is that. Should be called UFC press conference. Watch other fighters sit awkwardly while Ronda Rousey and Conor McGregor are asked questions. Yeah, exactly. Why don't them guys come out for that? Because Jeremy Bonner would be delighted. He'd be, he'd be starting. Oh, why would I ask questions when I can go out to the back and ask them questions for my story behind closed doors? Fucking prick, Jeremy Bonner. Does he just wind you up? Does he? No, he doesn't wind you up. He's dead right. But uh, yeah. Why would I ask my questions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I. That's that's a fair point, like. But Jesus, you could surely take up, think up a few more questions just to have a couple of good ones, like to ask. Speaking of questions, no, too Deep early, too soon. No, we've got a questions though. Um, we we were, ta- we were going to talk about Overeem and JDS, but we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. What you who do you think win that? Actually, go on. Uh, Overeem. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm putting it out there. I don't know why. I know nobody named Kane has ever laid a finger, or not named nobody, but. Kane has ever laid. What what was it that I actually wanted to say there? Nobody not, not named Kane. Nobody not named Kane has ever laid a finger badly on uh, Junior DeSantos. But for some reason, I think Alistair Overeem could be the man. I think Overeem's chin is too uh, suspect. Yeah, I think he'll. Uh, 
JDS will put him down the first, to be honest. The first? Yeah, yeah. Chris Key on Twitter asks, Where's Carl, Where's the Carl Moore interview, Andrew? It's been done tomorrow, 12 o'clock. Nice. Took today off. And that's it. I just, that's all. I didn't need it. I just took it off and I was like, No, doing nothing today. Carl Moore tomorrow. And even then I realised, Oh, wait, Bam is like three weeks away. So I don't mind drawing this out. I'm not going to kill myself this week doing it all. Carl Moore tomorrow, nobody else. Then Damien Rooney on Thursday morning. Then we're going further north, Letterkenny, Ballymena, and somewhere else on Thursday, Derry as well, I think. So a lot of a lot of travelling being done this week and then just try and get every like all ten SBG guys sometime next week as well. And that should be a that should be a job done. Nice. Uh Ushin Sands on Twitter as well asks, How do you feel about the Anthony Rumble Johnson situation? Uh did you hear about this? He got he didn't True, get a final. Yeah. He, he He's someone that him. needs to hire someone. Oh my god. First things first, please tell me you heard about Jermaine Defoe's ad. Yeah, I did, yeah. How That's funny that. is that? <laughs> so, for slightly cheaper, obviously, he needs to hire one for his social media. Anthony Johnson shouldn't yeah. be allowed near uh, Twitter or Facebook for his own good. He's just bringing shit onto himself, unwarranted, unexpectedly. That sort of girl, yeah, she posts something on Facebook. Anthony Johnson needs to realise that that will not get seen massively. Do you know what I mean? Him posting something and making people aware of a situation is going to draw a little bit of light to it. Yeah, because of like who he is, a nothing situation turns into an issue. Like, what actually happened? I don't think. Like, it's an everyday thing. Like, it's a bit of an old row. And, do you know? It wasn't anything bad. Like, but because of his his history with domestic violence and stuff it became a situation I think the UFC did right he's there he's gone to do like anger management courses or counselling or something and he's uh, given um, a donation to a local women's charity in uh, Florida so I think that's that's fair enough like for what actually happened I think that's the they took the right right course of action but yeah Anthony Johnson just needs like in future just something <laughs> shut up chill out man an asshole like, yeah, yeah. Well, Respect, um, respect. What's the people's main event for Bama? Oh. Um. Miles Price, I think. No, let me think. Throw out a few names to me there that are uh, fighting. What about um? Biasly, I'm gonna say. Mel Peter against Wild. I don't know. Not happening. Not, is it? No, someone's injured. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Uh, Alan Philpott has re subbed in, or re just subbed in, is it? Well, it, it's a split one, because Steve is picking uh, Sugden pretty pretty favourably. Really? Yeah. So obviously, uh, we're going to have to go. Hold on, hold on. Johnny Jitsu. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. The course. People's Champion, John Redmond. Just getting on. Just getting on. A few well, rounds on the prowler. Heading up to oh. Team Rhino later. Just going down for a few rounds. Sparring. Get not. Bit of pizza. Pepperoni. Cheap meal, double whopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. We're Who's agreed, the uh, fuck? Stop <laughs> fuck. We're agreed, Johnny Jitsu, so, okay. Um, oh, I'm forgetting rid of my questions. 
How does Andrew feel? Miles Price will do in Bama from Stan Kavanagh. No uh, way. interview posted. How do you think he'll do? Thank you very much. Um, I think it's not that it's do or die for Miles now, but this is, I think, as I was saying earlier on, great opportunity for him to showcase himself, put himself out there, be considered, you know, the next guy coming through the ranks of the upper pros heading towards the UFC. This card is going to do that for a lot of people. There's a guy in particular who left Wayne Fagan's gym in Drogheda when it was closing and went up to SVG. His name's Paul Byrne. He's won all of his fights by stoppage, by knockout or TKO. He has lethal hands. He's fighting Conor Cook, though, and I'm a li- maybe a little bit thinking Conor Cook is too much too soon for someone like Paul Byrne. That is one that I think could also steal fan fight of the night or fight of the night as well. Yeah, Conor Cook is a guy a lot of people are talking about, and he's really exciting and stuff. But um, yeah, I, like I obviously I'm not the I'm not the fuck I'm to be asking about these, like you know. But that that seems like it could be a good fight anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question from Kieran Malone. He's a big fan of the podcast as well. I'm a big yeah. fan of Kieran Malone. He's fighting he this weekend. He's an MMA fighter, is he? Yeah, and best of luck to him. He's yeah. fighting this weekend in Scotland. So Kieran, if you're listening, best of luck. From me too. And Opinion from Sean too. And the Dudley's coming back to Raw. Oh. I haven't seen it yet. Devon! Get the table! Yeah, I didn't see it all either. I just saw the Facebook video of them coming down. I believe there was some 3D action on, on a table. Listen, and if anyone says, well, what the fuck are you talking about WWE for? We have branded Daniel Carmia and um, Cain Velasquez, the Dudley boys of MMA. So this is... This is this is a part of the show. So this is linked, yeah. Get get over it. If you don't like us talking about WWE, fine. Hang okay. up. Leave. There's only a couple of minutes left anyway. You're not right. going to miss anything outstanding. You've already got the best part. <laughs> oh. You see that tweet the other day? Someone said, then, I love when you said there's only a couple of minutes left and then go on. <laughs> and then the t- yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. We're going to be here for another 20 minutes talking. That's uh, grand. Should people expect it? Oh. Sean Sheehan is but, uh, sick tonight, though, and we're going to let him get to bed early. I'm but talk about you, the Dudleys. What do you think of SummerSlam? I didn't see it. I, I didn't see it either. either did you like The Undertaker or chalked out Brock Lesnar? Ah, uh, Taker. Are we going to see Undertaker versus Brock 3 at WrestleMania? Probably, yeah. Do you know what was funny? The like that, like, I love that uh, MMA Oh, fans. my God. Wait a minute. Did Peter Carroll oh. out you? Why? About what? That night on Twitter. Yeah, he did, yeah. Okay, for those that don't know, Sean was in bed. He wasn't watching the UFC on Sunday night. And he said, do you know what? I'm going to pretend that I'm watching this by posting vague, cryptic tweets that could mean anything about the fights. How long did you do that for? I, did, I only did it for one fight. It was like a good 15, 20 minutes. Unreal. And do you think you did it well? I did, yeah. <laughs> I got, one of my tweets was... um. I don't think this one lasts much longer and then someone replies yeah five minutes since <laughs> in the round two but people are favouring my tweets and I was like oh you know with a nice shot on the inside there <laughs> and you're like what uh, that is a ridiculous thing what? oh my god oh my god there's going to be serious editing done Wait, what happened nothing oh right Grant I passed wind and I thought the microphone might have picked it up but <laughs> if you didn't hear it then we're alright I, uh, I, I thought the chair moving oh no yeah no I moved the chair as well at the same time to try and get oh, rid yeah, of the noise yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're gonna have to leave that in anyway uh, what were you talking oh Kerr Malone yeah, yeah. Uh, Dudley boys unreal I think it's just hilarious that P- 
people get stale and then like six years later can come back and everyone loses their fucking mind loses their mind over it yeah um here's another question we've had I think two or three people asked about it I see one from Kev earlier in here before we get off our UFC our, our original UFC original mixed martial arts discussion what tag team do you want to see back most one of oh yeah, I would say um, I would say um, Animal and Hawk what do they call it but one of them died what were they um, the Road Warriors oh yeah no wait oh that's actually a good impression. That's that, my shitty voice. That's that's actually you're you're actually putting on an impression now. <coughs> there you go. Let it all out. Uh, fuck Do you want to know who my tag team are? Go on. Um, you're gonna play music, aren't you? I want to no, I'm not. Mosh. Uh, no, not was it Draws? No. Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. They're the ones. Go on. Legion of Doom. Yeah, sorry. Um, Mosh and Thrasher, <coughs> the headbangers. Oh. Oh, the Australian lads, was it? Mm, no, they were two punk characters. I used to love them when I was a kid. I used to love watching them. They used to do mad shit off the top rope. I'd say you were a fan of the Hardy Boys. Oh, right? I was Jeff. Jeff. Always. I was... I can remember wanting to be a daredevil when I was younger and, like, jumping off a ladder into bushes and stuff in my garden. It was around the time Jackass was out for the first time as well. It was so... I was such an idiot, like... Okay. Kevin O'Reilly asks a couple more people asked Darren O'Garman versus Francis Malamba who do you think is going to win well I found that it's not even signed yet yeah yeah apparently there was something up like uh, Franz was only getting the stuff away tonight yeah. so or it, nothing is actually booked yet but Darren is confident that it's happening so let's just talk as if theoretically the fight is going to happen Um. I am going to refrain from making massive predictions here because I I actually show up to these events so I'm not some guy what, that what, what, no no are you taking a shot at me are you no I'm not I'm about to take a shot at someone else <laughs> that I'm not going to name obviously what? it's like I'm not the guy that never has to face these people yeah. and can post shit about them and then get called up on it and be like well it's my opinion and you have to accept that do you know, I think there is a bit of common human decency, not human decency, but yeah. decency to not completely, sh like, the way I look at it, why am I going to shit on someone like that as a fighter? Uh, and I probably have done it on the podcast, and maybe, you know, like, call me up on it by any chance if I do again. These people have dreams, they have goals, they have aspirations. It's like someone making a podcast about how shit of an interviewer Andrew McGann is and why he should quit. Yeah, I, listen, I listen to that. Yeah, and so would a lot of people, let me tell you. But why, like, do, I, I'm trying to now reverse things and look at them in that situation. I'd be like, if that was about me, that would pretty much hurt my feelings. And I think it was because from getting to see and be around um, stuck in places like Bahrain, guys like Frankie Edgar and Henzo, and being able to see that, oh, these guys aren't Frankie Edgar and Henzo Gracie that I've watched on television for years they're actually two human they're like real people does that make sense yeah but that I, was weird I, so that's I, why I'm not going to come out here and say for example that Darren O'Gorman is going to kick the shit out of France you yeah, know you and then it, you can say it like a tick no tick yeah tick I tick I know but there are idiots that will go that far in description and you're like no I'm not going to say that because why would you, why would I fall out with them if I'm being completely honest completely genuine I think Franz um, from what we've seen in his other fights has better hands than Darren 
but this is because Darren's fights have all ended in first round submission at pro. You know, so we haven't got to see the improvements that he's made in his game. He spent time out in Thailand. You know, they're saying to me that don't sleep on his hands. That this is what they're kind of looking forward to. You know that yeah. people aren't going to be expecting maybe how good he's going to be on the feet. So that's like like we said before. The best thing about it is that questions have to be answered. When it comes to the grappling point of view, I did think in the Darren O'Gorman fight that if he got in any way wrestled badly by Gavin Kelly, that I thought he would have a hard time. Then I found out from Sean Tobin when I said that to him that he's a, he said he's a great wrestler. They were kind of hoping Gavin was going to wrestle with him so people could see how good Darren's wrestling is. Do you know? So going from that, I'm thinking like this is a classic. One side has an advantage in the strike, and one side has an advantage in the grappling. Darren has the grappling and France has the hands. Let's see how both guys have improved in the areas that have question marks over, i.e. Franz Malambo's grappling and Darren O'Gorman's striking. And let's put them together and have a beautiful mixed martial arts fight. It's going to be one of the fight of the nights if it does happen. I've never seen either of them fight, so I'm going to go with Franz Malambo. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, uh, next question uh, from friend of the podcast, Will Martin. With Rousey versus Home happening and uh, Gedelia versus EJ Trek on the same card, UFC 195. Do you think a full, all-female UFC card could ever happen? Main card. Yeah, I don't see why not. Only from the point of view that it could happen as some like celebration to Ronda Rousey or something like that if she retires or gets in an accident and can't fight anymore. I'm not saying that it isn't ever going to happen because Dana was like, women are never... Well, Dana... Oh, you mean Dana made an on-off, an off-the-cuff comment that he later did the complete opposite of? <laughs> never. It's like there's never going to be women in the UFC. Who's to say? I personally don't think so. I wouldn't bet any money on it. I'm not going to stand here and say, "Yeah, it's going to happen." Woo, women's MMA. Woo, feminism. Woo, girls' rights. Not that type of person. So, um, I don't know. Do you know what, Sean? I'm surprised there isn't some batshit MMA fan who's a girl out there that hasn't said there's been all male UFC cards there should be an all female UFC card there's like feminists as well they kind of go the opposite way sometimes yeah there's probably media and members that have asked that question actually there's probably feminists that hate Invicta because they don't because it's women. all women yeah that's all women yeah that is that's a proper dedicated is it a suffragette Someone is dedicated we are, to the We cause. are the wrong people to be talking about this, Andrew. Let's what? We have completely balanced opinions, Sean. I <laughs> just think everybody should be represented equally. Me too. And if you don't get my opinion, then fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, actually, moving on from that as well. As on the same question, JJ Mills asked as well. How do you think, like, how do you think um, the OC will solve our lack of talent in the women's bantamweight division? Like, they definitely do have a lack of talent in the Bantamweight division. The Frawweight division, obviously, they don't have a star at the top like Rousey, but they have like maybe a bit more in-depth. And that, like I think that's a problem as well if you're making a full card full of women just on the card, on the UFC card. Like, how do they... I'm not sure how they improve the problem. Maybe if more women come over from judo and stuff or... That's like I was thinking the other day, like, that has to be one of the only ways Ronda Rousey is going to lose in an MMA fight. There's a gold medalist, an English lady, who won it in the same weight as Ronda's at um, London 2012. And I, I saw her in a BT Sports program maybe like a year and a half ago, and she was talking about going into MMA. So like, she was a gold medalist in the, in 
There you go. Like she was talking about how she loves to do uh, arm bars and stuff. So she said she's a similar style to Ronda Rousey. So maybe that's enough. Sean Sheehan's calling it now. Ronda Rousey's last fight. Judo versus judo. Okay, Old school question. versus new school. Alan at AJK underscore Dublin. Uh, I just saw something about this actually just before we come on. But he asked, uh, who would you like to see your Bama in Ireland? Oh um, yeah. Well, I assume three E can't. Yeah. There was there talks about it? I didn't see it. Did you see it? Like, they were looking for someone or something, right? I have no idea, but I, I'm not going to lie. Bama need to be streaming this online or something. Yeah. Have it somewhere because I've had people tweet me from who can't make it up to Dublin from outside of the country that want to see Bama and stuff like that. So live stream it some way. Don't charge for it. Just make I, sure I, it's I good. good. Or Sean will just periscope it. Free of charge. And get ejected from the O2 arena. <laughs> uh, RT, you'd obviously be the best place. Be great, like. But if I don't know, maybe they are allowed to put it on um, three or something. You would know. You'd like. I'd like to think that. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'd like to think that they're working hard and trying to get it somewhere on television. We will have to wait and see. Otherwise. Don't worry, I'll tell you how good it is. It doesn't matter if you don't go there, I will tell you how good it is. Deadly. Okay, uh, two more before we go. Um, yes. A.O. Daly asked about, we, we've already answered this question about Frankie Perez, shout out to him as well. Uh, and do you hear anything about A.O. when he's fighting next? No, but he better tell me as soon as he knows. Exactly. Um, Patrick Sheehan asks, if Randa was to fight the Easter and she's a picture of um, Holly Holm, Misha Tate and Chris Cyborg, all in one night, do you think she'd be able to beat them all? She might. I think she would. Think about like, okay, home for If Cyborg was last, yes. Yeah. How long do you think it'll take her to beat Holly home? Longer than expected because of distance okay. control. But like, still a victory. Like rounds? Black belt on a white belt level grappling exchanges. Then Tate, another round maybe? Another two rounder. Mm. She could she could conceivably fight mm, eight rounds that night. Maybe. I think she could do it. I think she'd do it. Fuck it. Go on. Do it. One man don't do it in Seattle, but do it somewhere else. Paul Connolly asks you to do more impressions. I've done a couple on the show already, in fairness. Your, imp- your impressions went down big style the last time. Did they? I you see. Impressions. I'm going to have to work on them in the past, in, in the future, to be honest. Hold on. We got um, someone, um, Sean Tobin asked to do Gary Davis interrupting an interview. Well, I'm not really one to interrupt interviews, right? But I just want to tell you, when I was a cricketer, I had the most fucking impressive... I was a bowler, right? I was a spin bowler. I was an aggressive bowler. I was an in-your-fucking-face bowler. And truth be told, actually, me and the wife have uh, grapes out in the paddock, uh, out in the garden, and it's, it's lovely sitting. Like, Britain is really nice. It's why the UFC need to do more cards, mate. It wasn't bad, no. It wasn't bad. That's literally... I couldn't think of an impression, so I just imagined things Gareth A. Davies has said to me that I wrote down to tell people at a future date. Everything I've just said there, Gareth has said to me or Dave Fogarty in person. Nice. There's three more here. It's why he empathises so much with Conor McGregor. He thinks he and Conor had similar passions for sport and like where to get to the, ne- the highest level. He was like that with cricket, he said. 
Can you do um? Can you do an impression of Neil Siri? No, I can't. I, I can't do Dublin impressions. I don't think. Ah, uh, you fucking bollocks! Yeah. Sorry. Who's next? That was my impression of Neil Siri. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Buffer. What? It's kind of hard. Wait a minute. Uh, wait. It's my voice if I try it. Well, you probably would lose your voice, but. I reckon I'd be an unreal. Try your Neil Siri again. What did I say? What would Neil Siri say? I don't know. You see yeah, impressions. You're man United bollocks. Holy shit. Mm. I will like it. Sounds like what he would say, but yeah, otherwise, who's the next one? Bruce Buffer. Yeah, we can't do that. Ariel is in the next one. Ariel is the last one. Can you do an impression of Ariel? Try your Bruce Buffer. The raining. No, it's just me. I can't say it. Here's mine. And of the evening. And now, senhores e senhoritas in Brazil, UFC fans are watching around the world live. Don't let him say it's time. We get sued. Okay. Brazil. It's not time. And who's the last? Introducing first. Fighting out of the blue corner. Who's next? Ariel. Um. No, I can't. But. No, mixed martial arts is back in your life. <laughs> when I was uh, starting that interview, I was trying to think. Like, I always thought Ariel's introduction had a melodic ring to it. Yeah. Ariel <laughs> Helwani, like the way that he said. So people it. have given out to you for doing starting to the show the same way he does it a couple of times. Have the what have yeah. I said? Back in your life, you know he says that at the start of each other. Subconsciously, maybe I have yeah. to admit the only time I see him say that is if I press the full clip of the mixed martial hour video by mistake instead of just picking the here's, interviews that you want. Here's a good one to go to leave the show on. No, well I was gonna do my air like I tried. Okay, on, I have on. tried it there. It's like who is he? Uh, the way he says his name is like Ariel Helwani. The way the way he said it always sounds the same, and it made me think like Andrew McGahan at the start is such a dull like there's no like oh I can't up and down it in any way, yeah. you know it's it's like dun 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 dun. It's like, Andrew McGahan. Uh, how would I do that? <laughs> it's like Andrew McGahan. It's all the same word. His is like Ariel Helwani here in Montreal, like that sort of way. So I was like ah, the curse of the MC. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, mom, dad, why'd you call me McGahan?" Change your name. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, name. just on that, and uh, sorry if I have insulted a listener. Who's that girl that followed me on Twitter? Something Helwani. She pretends. Sophia. To, is it? She's she's not. Is she related she's... to him? No. No. She's a picture of Jessica Alba or something, and she's trying to tell people it's her. Oh, really? Yeah, she's like six thousand followers or something like. So it's fake. probably not her, like, is it? Oh no, it's definitely not her. Ariel has said tweeted that it's not her. That it's not his sister. It's not his sister. Yeah. No, but like it's someone pretending to be. So it's it could be a lad, like. Oh no, it's not a lad. It's actually someone. No, I mean a lad. Oh, a lad. Oh yeah, more than likely. Yeah. All right. You mean there aren't hot babes on the internet? Very few. I've been oh, chatting like, to them here all day. Not um. Yeah. Okay. We leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do an impression of Graham? We leave it in that. Graham. Oh. Not without saying. Words that I 
Not without saying uh, words that I can't say in the podcast because I have Graham down to a T when it's on certain to- topics. Like, come on, what did he say off? He was talking about Frank Edgar. What did he? I mean, he made Graham Edgar look like a world class boxer. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. But that is what Graham would say if it was about Frankie Edgar. Oh, uh, as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to do your my Graham aggression <laughs> for you. Anyway, if you enjoy this, is uh, see, I like I, I like there being no MMA every once in a while. Yeah. So we get to shoot the shit. Yeah, we just get the talk. Yeah. Sheehan and McGann shooting shit here on a at one forty five, on a one forty seven, I should say, on a Wednesday morning. I'm going straight to sleep. This podcast will be up sometime on Wednesday. And we are also interviewing Carl Moore tomorrow. If you're listening to this podcast, please, 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 please subscribe. If you don't subscribe already, we want to get back up in those charts. I'm coming after the Texas rattlesnake again. Also, if you haven't done so as well, what? 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 If you haven't done so as well, and um, please head on over to our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash severe art. There's going to be a lot of an inter- a lot of a lot of an interviews. That's not right. <laughs> a lot of interviews being uploaded over the next couple of weeks ahead of Bama. And follow us on Twitter at Severe MMA Pod. What were you gonna say? That's what I was going to say. Uh, at Severe MMA Pod. And you can get in touch with the two of us privately and publicly. I have opened my direct messages. You can all send me direct messages. I have closed mine. At Andrew McGahan underscore at Sean Sheehan BA. And hopefully by this time next week, Sean, I will be considerably richer because I will have gotten paid um, from work. I haven't got paid since I came home from Bahrain. I'm absolutely broke. I need money ASAP. Um, what are you going to do with your money? I'm going to pay my phone bill from Vegas 200 euros. I'm uh, invoicing. What? Have you a bill phone? Yeah, I, well, I will be invoicing some of it to, to the FM and 2FM because it was their fault. Two 35 minute phone calls. Not not good for me. Sounds cool at the time, but not while you're doing it. Invoicing um, about a like grand each. Yeah, I was. that's what I was thinking. Uh, say I needed to have data on for some reason or whatever and then obviously the uh, do you remember a couple of years ago on the internet on forums there was like steps and it was like step one bake cake step two put in oven three question mark question mark question mark four profit yeah yeah so that's exactly what uh, apply that to this situation and then we're in the money exactly but until then see you all next week Halt the press. The podcast is over. Why are you still listening? That's because we've opened it up. Sorry, I just woke my mom up with that exciting news, Sean. Break <laughs> it to us. Frank Edgar versus Chedman has literally, as we stopped the podcast recording, has been announced. <gasps> Tough 22 finale. You swear. Outlet, Lance Dancenet. That's an, I presume that's the night before McGregor, isn't it? McGregor Say Alba? it again. What's the venue? No, uh, Lancenet, the Brazilian outlet announced it. All right. But this is good. We were talking about this earlier, Chef. People are listening, they'll know. This is good. I'm You'd merely think that I knew something like this was going to be announced. Oh, your boy Frankie. Do, 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 do. Gracie, what's happening, was he? Do, do, do. That was uh, the X Files that was about to go into Mission Impossible. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
<laughs> but I just I didn't want to. Okay, let's talk about this fight before we go. We actually gave our picks earlier on, but now I forget a lot. Yeah. I said Mendes beat him, and you I said think Frankie's going to win, yeah? I think Mendes will win. Like, how is Edgar going to win? I already asked you that question earlier in the podcast. But, like, I think Mendes is better wrestling. I think Edgar has probably better. <coughs> he's better boxing, but I think Mendes hits harder. Um, I, I think this will be fought out in defeat, and. Frankie Edgar's chin is going to be tested against Mendes. Mendes hits pretty hard with a full camp as well. With a full camp, Chad Mendes. Oh yeah, well, with a full full camp, Chad Mendes will beat anybody in the world. So let's yeah, not forget like, about that. Chad Mendes is going to knock him out. That's what I think. What do you think? No, no, I think Frank Edgar is going to. He's going to beat him. I think I can see him outworking him, outstriking him, outpacing him in and out. Mendez is good, Mendez is scrambly, but I think that Frankie Edgar's wrestling is good enough to be able to not negate it for the full fight, but definitely to make Ed- Mendez have to really, really work for getting his um for getting his takedowns. On the other hand, Conor McGregor give the blueprint on how to beat Chad Mendez. That's go for the pregnant looking size belly that he has always in ridiculous shape. That's the key to the cardio right there. Start breaking it up, start attacking it. Frankie Edgar in and out, in and out. I can see him doing it. No. No, just no. That's no. a great way to end the podcast. I have no problem doing that either. Uh, we will discuss this unless you've got a, a, an urgent matter on it that you'd mm-hmm. like to give. No, I don't. We'll really discuss again when it comes further. But all in all, I think this is the fight that needed to be made. I think this is good news. Um, Frankie Edgar has been protected enough, let's be honest here. Let's be honest. So you they say they were calling out McGregor for being protected. Like nobody said about Joseph it. Duffy hasn't fought a wrestler either. Yeah. I think people just dislike Conor McGregor. Those are people that dislike him just want a reason a, a reason in their head to validate why they don't like him. So that's the reason that they go to. Um, I think fair play to Chad Mendes though. He's some man to take fights, isn't he? Yeah. Fought Aldo now, fought Edgar, fought McGregor. Chad Mendes could conceivably turn this fight down, beat anybody else in that lightweight yeah. division in the featherweight division, and guarantee himself the next title shot after Frankie Edgar. Yeah. This is a ballsy move from Chad Mendes. He's putting his hand down. Got a set of balls in him. A set of cojones. Bisbing, that's how it's done. Exactly. Okay, this podcast is officially over. See you next week. Excellent.